Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business with your hosts, Chris Natalie and Nick Michaels. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cosmic Voice. This is Season 2, Episode 21. I am here with my co-host, Chris Natalini. What's up, what's up, what's up? And I am Mick Michaels. Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting show. How are you, sir? How are you? Doing great, bro. It's hot. Love it. We are in, man. We've been talking about this for weeks. We are finally here. Although it's not, you know, not summer yet. But it's coming, man. It's coming Listen, today. Summer it's is just, it's like age is just a number, right? Summer is exactly. just a date. It's when you say it is. And when that That's sun right. is out, it's summer. It, I mean, today felt yep. like summer for sure. For sure, yep. man. You get in your car and you can't breathe, it's summer. Yeah. It's so hot. <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was a kid, May was like kind of this, yeah. like, you know, being in school with no air yeah. condition. That was summer to me, man. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Because it was no different than being at home because we didn't have air conditioning there either, so. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm awesome, brother. How about yourself, man? Man, I'm doing pretty good, you know. I mean, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm making my way, taking jabs and slipping the jab, shooting the V, trying to navigate through all this craziness that is people. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. It's the best we can yep. do. And, and then we have a podcast and we're able to talk about them. That's right. So That's right. It makes everything that much better. But no, I, I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on. Today we're gonna to talk about that question that keeps popping up every couple months, and you'll see it in headlines and, and music rags and stuff like that, on paper, online, on people's minds. Is rock really dead? Now for some people that could be like that's oh it's an old topic. It's been going on for a couple of years. Well, it has been. But it keeps being brought back up. Every time we move past it, it seems like something else then pops up and the question arises again. Someone brings it up in some capacity. So we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about some positives, some negatives, what we feel may be an issue. Is it really an issue? Or is it just something that people have created for a soundbite? Could be a lot of things. I don't know. Yep. We're going to find out here in this podcast. We're going to break all barriers. That's right. All barriers. That's, right. that's my Come best. Down. That's my best Jackie Gleason. <laughs> he was a, a comedic star from the old days, for those that don't know who he is. Anyway, actually, if I looked at our demographics correctly, uh, pretty much everyone that listens to us should know who Jackie Gleason is at this point. Well, that's a good thing. That's good then. We have an older listening base. That's all right. That's all right. We're old. Er. That's right. That's right. I just, I'm er. happy people. Are, I'm happy people are listening. That's all. I'm well, doing. at you know, at that age bracket, you really don't know if they're listening. <laughs> okay, they got it on, but are they? Can they really hear it? I don't know. Because if you've talked to my wife, she's she. I think I may be getting hearing aids for Christmas this year. <laughs> just get them, she says. Just get them. Selective hearing. Yeah, that's pretty much where it's at after thirty some years. So, all right. So, is rock dead? What do you think, buddy? You know, there's so many conversations to be had about is rock dead. So let's start with, and I don't necessarily know if we should take a lot of stock in this, but let's just look at the billboard charts. Let's just start there. Okay. So when someone says to me, is rock dead? Well, if I look at the billboard charts, it would say pretty much that rock is dead because 
looking at it, you know, as we're recording this podcast today, number one is a, a project called Silk Sonic with Bruno Mars. And then DeLupa, you have The Weeknd, Justin Bieber's in there. You have The Kid, you have Little Nas, and that's just the top 10. You know, there's a country star in there, Maroon 5, Machine Gun Kelly. So looking at that, uh, Luke Combs, who's a country artist, and that's just, again, that's just the top, you know, I'm just kind of rambling here at the top, first top 25, but there is no rock acts in there. There's not even like modern rock acts. You know, we talked in a previous podcast about how music has changed and you know, the era right now, we're kind of in a modern rock era, you know, leftover from influences from the 90s, and they're not even in there. So is rock dead? I mean, if you look at the Billboard charts, man, you could kind of say that it is if you put stock in the Billboard charts. I don't necessarily do that, but I got to be honest, when we have this conversation, there's not one rock act, you know, in the top 25. And being a guy that comes from the rock metal era and still doing what I do today, like that's kind of, you know, that's kind of troubling to me. And, you know, a lot of these artists are, you know, here today, gone later today. You know, we've talked about that comment before. And with the music buying public, do they buy full records? Is it just a single world now? You know, is it just a YouTube world? Is it a top 20 radio station world? You know, I don't know. I don't know. But if again, if I look at Billboard, it shows me that maybe the rock is kind of dead. Well, let me ask you this. Being a longtime music fan, listener, especially of rock and metal, did the Billboard charts ever affect how you bought, listened to music? Me, personally? No, it never did. No, no, no. You're 100% right. I think what was cool about the Billboard charts was, to me, anyway, out of my life, it was kind of like if a band that I'm a fan of got on the Billboard charts, it was kind of like I was able to wave that flag. Hey, you know, one of my favorite bands made the top Billboard, you know, back in the day. It was Anthrax. You know, it was the whole thrash metal scene. And I know we had also talked about in a previous podcast that Rob Zombie's latest album was in the top, I don't know if it was top 50 or top 20 because of pre-orders, but it's not there now. To answer your question, no, I do not. I mean, because but- remember, like, let, let's take the late 70s, early 80s. Pop music or, you know, the charted music, even for, you know, popular music on the radio, were bands like Journey and Styx and Foreigner and, you know, which were the rock bands of the 70s coming into the 80s. Right. So, and they were also making strings of hits. And then as that second wave of that British pop punk started to hit in the 80s, you know, and MTV started flourishing it, those guys started infiltrating the charts. And then somewhere, I thought, in the 80s is when they really started chopping up the charts. And you'd have all these different sub-charts to, you know, you could you could hit the top 10 of this particular chart. And I remember yeah. there were certain artists who, the song, yeah. you know, their single or yeah. whatever, were yeah. on multiple charts, charting differently. Yeah. So, yeah. to me, I was never affected by what was on the charts. Even though, you know, hey, listen, it did translate back in the day to album sales. You know, when mm-hmm. Michael Jackson was on the charts and, you know, Van Halen was on the charts or, you know, how, however long they spend it in the top 10, top 5, top 3, number 1 slot really did affect album sales. The flip side of that is if you weren't following what was on the charts, you were listening to pretty much the mainstream radio stations of that time, right? And they right. during the mm-hmm. 80s, if you remember, they changed quite often, especially yeah, in the oh, Philadelphia market. Whoever was playing time. that, yeah. 
especially as the mid to late 80s when early 90s those radio stations were changing quite regularly every couple years they were being bought out changing call signs or you know being taken over you were being inundated by the music that was playing on those stations so you know i guess we were affected by the charts in some capacity but at the same time the surgence of metal for us was as we were discovering more and more bands, you know, you were seeing more and more bands come into town, and MTV had a way with that as well. As metal was, like, you know, and we'll just bring in metal for a second. As metal was starting to take hold, MTV's video countdown became, you know, almost 90, 95% metal by 88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Yep, yeah, yeah, so, yep. Yeah. And these were supposed to be, if I remember correctly, those top 20 videos or top 10 videos of the, of the day, they were voter call-ins, like... Yes, I believe that to be right. right? Now. Is that how they? Yeah, I, I think if so, I remember yeah. correctly, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. you actually had to pick up the phone and do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so I don't know if we still have things like that today. I'm assuming that we do somewhere down the line. According to you, discover music on something that they posted online October first, 2020. They said, "Is rock music dead?" And their response was, "Not if you're really listening." There's plenty of rock bands out there that are doing their part. And they are correct. You have no shortage of music. And you know that. We've talked about this. There is so much music. Right now, Spotify has an increase of 60,000 plus new uploads daily. There's no short supply of music. It's it's crazy. That's for sure. Gene Simmons has said for the past couple years, rock is dead. But, you know, apparently, Digital Music News says that Alice Cooper strongly disagrees. And this was... He said this in in March, early March, 2021. Now, again, that's still recent news. I know it's a couple months old already, but we're we're bringing up some things. So giving you some like, well, this was last year. This is kind of this year. You know, he strongly disagrees because he's another one of these artists who still have their finger on the pulse of newer acts coming. They're aware of them. They haven't turned a blind side. There are some artists that are just not interested in anything but what they're doing or the generation that they came from, right? I mean, we've talked about this in another podcast. You know, Robert Plant has said time and time again to the fans, you have to give this new music a chance. There's so much out there. Yeah. Because if you don't, there isn't going to be anything tomorrow. Yeah. Right? It's definitely split. Even between the established artists, that is rock dead, isn't rock dead. And I think you and I discussed this both off air and on a previous show that the idea that Gene Simmons keeps saying rock is dead, well, his version of rock and what he thought it was or grew up with the belief that it was and how he went about it, yeah, maybe it is. It's gone. It's no more. It's it's evolved. It's transformed. Agree or disagree with me. I think that... His comment, and of course he got a lot of slack for that comment, but if you really kind of look into what he was saying, he was coming from a, a viewpoint of rock is dead in terms of we don't have the 2021 version of the Beatles or the Stones or your Aerosmiths. You know what I mean? Like we don't have those rock acts like he is kind of referring to. He's not saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, I didn't think that he was saying like rock is dead in terms of because the Stones don't really do much, because there's no more Beatles. I took it as what he was saying was rock is dead because we don't have those kind of big name rock acts. 
take the Foo Fighters out of it, you know, because obviously if we're going to talk about big name rock bands of 2021, I mean, obviously Foo Fighters is probably top of that list. But I think he meant we don't have those rock stars anymore, those big bands, Kiss included. You know, we don't have that any longer. And another thing is, did the description of rock music change? You know, because I've also read it in other interviews or other reports looking into Billboard and all that. You know, there's an artist out there called Machine Gun Kelly, and he's on the rock charts. So did the description of rock music change? Is rock not dead? We just look at rock differently now than we did 20 years ago. Right. I don't know. I, you know, I, that I don't know. Well, you are correct. Like Gene Simmons explains why he keeps saying rock is dead. And he says, you know, rock is dead because we played the game from 58 to 88, which is about 30 years. We had, you know, during that 30 years, we had Elvis, the Beatles, the Stones, Pink Floyd, and so on. And that's basically what you're saying, that we don't have those acts now. Well, listen, right. a couple things happened. I was watching some YouTube interviews of different guys, Dave from Y&T and Jack Russell from Great White and all those kind of guys. A lot of them have stated that it was the record company that really pulled the plug on the scene back in the early 90s. It wasn't that the public all of a sudden went to alternative or grunge. It was the fact that the record companies pulled the plug and pushed the other. Oh, okay, okay. Now, again, I'm repeating or paraphrasing kind of what their sentiment was at the time, where these guys went from literally three months ago selling a million albums, three months yeah. later, they can't even get 500 tickets sold. So yeah. there yeah. was a reason for that. You know, people didn't just stop listening to Elvis when he passed. Right. People right. are still listening to the Beatles 50 years later, and they're just as big in some sense, in some regards, because their catalog is making more money today than it's ever done. Right, right. So there may have been other aspects or other wheels turning that could have, you know, caused some of this. And we are just finally getting to that clip now, right? Because, you yeah, know, they had okay. this 30, 40 year run and then they decided to change the model for whatever reason. And then it kind of collapsed on them themselves. And now, you know, because if rock is dead, if so, when did it actually die? When do you think it died? Because you can't say, well, but when grunge and alternative and Nirvana came in, because really those bands were still rock as well. Yeah. Correct. Right. There was still, a, there was still an essence of, of rock to them. And we know that in the early you know, that first decade in the 2000s, we had bands like Disturb come out, System of a Down, we had Puddle of Mud, we had Static X, we had all these bands coming out where, which, like, they were yet another version of what rock was turning into, right? Yeah, and that, that's what I mean by my earlier statement was, you know, did rock change? And, and you could even, we could even talk about the 90s when Garth Brooks and how he changed music, because here's this country artist that, literally you know was on the rock and country charts at the same time right at that time he wasn't your tradition he had traditional country songs but he had a rock twist to it so did that change the elements of what rock and roll was to kind of take out what you know that rock is dead because now we don't really have your traditional country you know like your merle haggard's your willie nelson's you have 
you know, all these guys that are on the country charts, they have more of a rock element. Even the females have a, a, a rock country element. And even some of your pop stars, some of them are pop rock, really. Are you basically saying that the new rock is what the new country is? And everything else is just an extension of pop? I guess what I'm saying is everything's just a kind of an extension of rock. Like maybe these artists have, have changed the face of rock or the direction of rock where, you know, if someone says rock music, you you may think Kiss and the Beatles and Aerosmith and, you know, whatever, your modern rock era, your Nirvanas and whatever. But maybe there's more to it. Maybe, maybe rock has changed from your traditional five guy, four guy, girl, whatever band into maybe more electronic, maybe more country rock maybe you know so maybe it's just not strictly rock anymore maybe it's rock dash or dash rock you know what i mean like right. fill in the blank this is steven Pearson from rat the rat bastard you're listening to the cosmic voice well you can look at it like this too on indie labels you know, the much smaller labels, the, the boutique labels. There's a lot of rock acts. I and mean, yeah, when I say yeah. rock acts, I mean, you know, four-piece, five-piece band. And that's where you're seeing them. You're not seeing them. They still exist, but you're seeing more solo artists coming out of the major label foundation. And yeah. like you said, most of those, and some of those people in the Billboard charts that you read off, I don't know who they are. But a lot of them are solo artists. They don't have yes. a, they're not a band. They're not a band. And yeah, that's okay. possible yeah, where things have started to change. Right? We've gone we've pushed again to that idea of solo artists. And some of them may have more of an edge than others or not. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I know. I that's, so that's a, a lot of times when people of. think of rock music, they immediately think of, you know, a, lo bands. a long haired hippie band. Yeah, yeah, rock bands. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, four yeah. or five guys, you know, lead vocalist, maybe a keyboard player hidden in the back somewhere, you know, right, something right, like right, that. Right, right. So like you said, which can then come back down to, maybe it's just a matter of perspective. So for Gene Simmons, these guys ain't rock. But right. this is modern rock. Right. In whatever capacity it is. You know, the other question that you could, you could ask is, for us, being metal guys... Is rock dead or is metal dead? And I would kind of venture to say that in some capacity, metal is more dead than rock. Because you can't get metal on the radio. Like no. you'll hear some of the some of those big hits <laughs> once in a while. You'll still hear uh, Rats Round and Round pop up, Come On, Feel the yeah. Noise, Mental Health. You know, those yeah. which are now considered classics. Classics, yeah. All right, so it's not yeah. like classic rock. But modern day metal, I mean, I'm not talking satellite at this point. Right, because yeah. now because that's broken down in the genre too, right? So if yeah, you go, because yeah, yeah, yeah. if you that's go to um, if you go to Sirius XM, you know they got it broken down to liquid metal. They got octane. They now have right. the rock right. bar. You know right. what I mean? Right. Which is right. a variety of you know like stuff you would hear either in a restaurant or a bar type of a jukebox you know, jukebox type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you're not hearing anything modern now. You can go to octane. And you hear a lot of these now. To me, that's what I would call that's that's rock, alternative type of stuff. Yeah, you know, more octane's, hard rock. Yeah, octane's more like a modern rock, right? Like an alternative, yeah, yeah. Uh, alternative modern rock. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. some hard, harder stuff there, but not like liquid metal where you're still doing right. you know the, some of the heavier right. stuff. And there's plenty of new bands popping out now. Oh, 100. The thing is, though, 
if you listen to Octane, the definition of what's rock and what's maybe even heavier than rock kind of falls into play there. So again, I think it comes back down to it's a matter of perspective. So it's still happening. It, rock isn't dead. It's just a different perspective. It's being presented differently. And I think that by the almost declassification of these subgenres, like now, like there's a subgenre for a subgenre just because it's a whim and everybody's trying to place themselves in a unique situation so they don't sound like or get called like something else. But at the end of the day, you're still being compared to all those bands that came before. Like, as much headway as Greta Von Fleet mm -hmm. had done in the past couple of years, what were they compared to? Who were they compared to time and time again? Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I think that hurt them more than anything. Well, it definitely put, like, a, you know, an axe to some people that were like, well, I'm not going to, you know, there's nobody other than Zeppelin. Why would I, you right. know? They're not the first band to, you know, to get no. that, that, you know, no. I mean... You know, Coverdale always had a little Zeppelin oh, yeah. to him. Uh, yeah. When yeah. Kingdom Come came out in the oh, '80s, they were they, they were had a Zeppelin. Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah, they're total Zeppelin. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like you know. And then Guns N' Roses comes out. They were compared to Aerosmith. They had that Aerosmith yeah. thing. Even yeah. even yeah. early Rat had that like that Aerosmith kind of oh, yeah, persona sure. type of thing. So yep. You know, and we've talked about this before. To be compared to those type of bands who came before. I mean, to me, that's always a positive. That's better yeah. than someone going, man, they sound like a bunch of cats stuck in a garbage can being smashed at the salvage <laughs> plant. Well, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Go get it. Go get a waiter's job. And that, to me, that's bad. But when someone says, hey, man, you sound like or you got this like that to me is a plus. I don't know if they're doing that today with a lot of these solo artists, if there's a comparison type of thing. Because, mm. again, I don't really follow a lot of that. I'm you know the pop stuff um, nowadays is you know though I always like pop music and I'll listen to it if it's on I don't go out of my way to you know find out who's who and who's who it's just doesn't right. you know right. doesn't resonate with me the same way as you know I'd rather listen to 80s pop music yeah you know what I mean yeah. do, you, do you think like a band like let's just say Greta Van Fleet because you brought them up yes did they sound like Zeppelin of course they did but they spent so much time defending that comparison that I think they lost their momentum because everybody was so radio station. I mean, I heard it on radio stations here in Philly, you know, a couple of times when they first came out, like the stations were so busy trying to decide, did they, didn't they? And that, you know, they're, you know, trying to fight that comparison that it really kind of took the steam out. Then I think to myself, well, are we the ones that are killing rock music in terms of how we're treating it? Like, okay, so this band came out. So they sound like Zeppelin, who cares? Yeah, I right. mean, we all sound like somebody. Yeah. We're all influenced by somebody. It's just how it's going to come out. You, you know, you and I being in Philly, for those of you, you know, who listen who aren't from our area, we have a rock station, a terrestrial rock station here, 93.3 WMMR, and they're Philly's rock. It's unlistenable because they really don't play. Any rock they play, it's probably five or ten years old. You know what I mean? Because the, the newer stuff they play isn't, really you know it's just not rock in the traditional sense of of rock so you know maybe like you and i were saying maybe it's just changed maybe our version of rock has changed you're definitely going to get comparisons all the time fans oh, the fine. audience is always going to compare right the critics and the media they'll always compare they have to give something if they're trying to explain it because if not it, what how do you how do you do that you're right 
How do, right. you, how do you do that, right? And it's for most people, it's very difficult. So it's like trying to explain something that, you, but you can't use any of the words that would re- definitely relate to it. So they yeah. can use other yeah. bands, and that's okay. I think that for a band to spend more of their time trying to say, no, we don't, and this, and give all these reasons, I think it's a waste of time. Like, Absolutely. Embrace it. Say, listen, we're a collection of all our influences, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and that's great company to be in. And then let it go, let it permeate on its own. Let it let it become a natural progression. Look, I'll give you an example. You know, Brittany Fox here in Philadelphia was put together on the heels of Tony and Mike being let go of Cinderella. Right. Right? So yep. it was put together. So when they first kind of hit the scene, it was like Cinderella. Oh, they're exactly right? like Cinderella. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everybody said that. But there was a little rawness to them. Yeah. And yeah. by by the time they, you know, their album released, they had come into their own sound. They embraced yeah. it and went with it. Yeah. And it was a well, whole I mean, thing. And, you know, their their first two albums did really well. Yeah. I mean, their first yeah. album did fantastically well, considering. Yeah. I think it, that year it was, I forget what label they were on, but I think it was their, you know, biggest selling album that year. Probably yes. Columbia, right? Was it CBS? Columbia? Yeah, it was CBS, right? Yeah. 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 So, you know, I mean, sometimes embracing that type of thing is a positive. When you, if you're sitting around bickering about it, then you're not making music. You're not, you know, no. you're, you're not, you know. So it is what it is, and why deny it? And there's no reason. I don't think there's any reason to that. Listen, I got reviewed one time. Somebody, somebody reviewed me and said I was a cross between Meatloaf and Sam Kinison. And listen, I love, that was the greatest compliment ever because I love meatloaf, not the food, the person. And I'm a huge fan of Sam Kinison, the comedian. So I was like, all right, I'm cool with that. You know? <laughs> if I look like meatloaf and selling Sam Kinison, listen, there's worse things people could have said about me. That's right. I get it. I get it. We've, <laughs> we've often been compared to Man of War. And I'll be honest with you, I never really listened to them. I don't really, I don't know if I could pick them out if I had to. I mean, I'm aware of them. I've heard their stuff. I've never spent time listening to it, but I like, hey, that's cool, Man of War, all right, because they got a huge following overseas. Absolutely, it's good Absolutely. enough for me. Again, I'm not that group of cats stuck in a trash can getting right. smashed lo- at the salvage yard. I would, see, I would love to see the four of you guys in Lincoln. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> you are listening to the Cosmic Voice with your hosts Chris Natalini and Mick Michaels. I think you've hit it on the head. I think it's a matter of perspective. And I also think that rock has evolved. It's a matter of time, right? I mean, like, if we did a comparison from what music was in 1920 to what music was in 1980, it was night and day. Yeah. So that's 60 years. What difference would it be from 1980 to 2020? You know what I mean? I mean, like, we we wouldn't expect things to change to be different i mean listen we're not listening to flapper music big band music though it still exists right there's still bands out there but it's not the popular genre it's not it's not the multi-mega selling thing that it once was i mean at one time big band was the popular music it was the pop music if you were an artist or a musician and you got the front a big band or you were part of the lineup that was big for you so with you saying that, could it also be just that? Rock just isn't a thing anymore. It's more about your 
pop artist, your hip hop or, you know, your genre of rap, whatever it may be. There's so many sub sub genres of that and or your country music. Maybe it's just rock. Is, well, we've already proven that pretty much rock isn't dead. You just have to search it out. But maybe rock is just not the thing right now. Well, maybe the definition of rock was never truly understood. Rock was well, the expression true, yeah. of the time. Right. And this is what yeah, we're doing. The, the expression yeah. of the time is, you know, you think about it. In the 60s, the rock music was an extension of what was happening in the world with the younger people, right? Mm -hmm. Same with mm -hmm. the... As the 70s rolled in, all that dance music really became popular, right? We had disco and all. And that was, hey, man, we're going to rock and roll throughout the night. You know what I mean? Sing and dance yeah. and whatever. There was still the other stuff as it was growing, right? I mean, it was an yeah. extension to worked in parallel, in unison, even in contrast. It doesn't make a difference. It was growing, by the 80s, you had all of that. Yeah. You had. Yeah. You even had major artists bringing in the big band stuff. I mean, like the Kinks yeah. did it. Um, Billy yeah. Joel did it. Billy Joel was bringing back sounds of the 50s with his stuff. Yeah. And it was only, you're only, yeah, you're only talking a 30-year yeah. difference. Yeah. Right? And you still had people like, you know, Paul McCartney and George Harrison and Bob Dylan. They were, st and Roy Orbison, they were still releasing music. Yeah. Right, twenty years, twenty-five years later. It, so the Stones, right? So on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So after a while, some of that's going to die out because that's the human condition, right? People start yeah. dying out. That's kind of yeah. we're all headed the yeah. same way. So it's a matter of what the definition is, and with each decade, the definition's going to change. It's going to be slightly massaged because within a decade, that ten years, sometimes you have two generations. You have an overlap, right? You can even mm -hmm. have more than that, depending on, you know, you got a three-year time cycle, whatever. You can look at it in a lot of different ways. And because of that, things change. But again, you're talking from 1980 to 2020. That, that's a pretty big span of time, given the fact that our world, look where it was in 1980 to where it was in 2020. Right. I mean, right. We, right. we've skyrocketed the way we communicate, the way we <clears throat> interact. I mean, things that we would have never thought of, you know, it's not a Rubik's Cube world anymore. Right, right. Do you know what I'm saying? So right. why wouldn't rock change as well? Or the idea of rock? So yeah. I'm still doing it. And I'm still doing it the way that I want to do it. If you're doing it for the money, well, then there's no survival there. It just isn't going to happen. And maybe that's part of the thing, too, because they're not making the same money. But, you know, these same guys that are complaining about is rock dead, is rock dead, they're already kind of set in their ways. So it's like... You know, that's it's six of one, half a dozen of another. But yeah, that, try telling that to all the people that are still in the trenches, writing music, recording, trying to find deals. How about all the bands that couldn't work the past 14, 15 months? Yeah, on different yeah. levels, right? Yeah, yeah. So you, you want to talk about maybe the maybe music was dead in a sense. But yeah. we've talked about this before, like you know. Back in the 80s, early 80s, late 70s, you know, video killed the radio star. I think social media killed a lot of the of the video star. And, yeah, and we yeah. talked about it in another podcast. Is it the audience's fault at the same time? Because, one, they're not giving newer bands an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Because there's so much comparison or so much on the brain that, that you can't see past the past. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Listen, yeah. I talk to a lot of artists at different levels, a lot of indie artists, and a lot of them do spend some time trying to really explain how different their music is. But listen, 
the truth of the matter is, is all of our music, it's the same 12 chords. For some of us, it's even less than that, right? Embrace it rather than try to fight it. You be true to yourself. Do whatever it is. If it's three chord Johnny, do three chord Johnny or Joni, however right. you want to do right. it. Yep. You know what I mean? If you want to do 65 different chords and do all this, do that too. Do whatever it is that you do. Just do it. I mean, that's what this is about. So, is Rock Dead? Yeah, I guess for some, it depends on how you define and what your perspective is. Is Rock Dead for others? Nah. Do I think metal may be kind of like, kind of having a hard time? I think metal is having more of a hard time than anything. Even within its own ranks, because there's such a divide. Well, this isn't heavy, this is this, and this is that, and this is... Listen, it's all, it's, you know, it all stemmed from the same thing. Yeah. All of it. Everything. Yeah. It goes back further than... You know, Black Sabbath and Judas Priest, and it goes back even further than that. Now the market is so oversaturated. Let's bring that up. The market is so oversaturated. Can there be a resurrection in terms of the glory days of rock and roll? What do you think? I think it's possible, but it's going to take that one act or that one song or that one band or that one artist that is going to shake up the you know the, status the quo time yeah the status quo yeah you know we've talked in a previous podcast where you know we talked about influencers you know through the years and who shook up the industry and that's what we need right now i really truly believe well, we need yep. someone to come in shake it up and put it back on the map that's what's going to change everything i mean we did it through you know the 60s and we did it through the 70s and we did it through the 80s with, uh, you know, hair metal or glam metal, whatever you want to put it, the MTV era. And we did it through the 90s with alternative. And, you know, then you have the, you know, the, the real heavy metal stuff in there. And you need someone to come in and just kind of give a kick in the ass to everybody. Somebody fresh, somebody young, somebody new. And that will come in and, and be different or be the same, but just be different enough to wake people up. Well, I think more than just influencers, in my opinion, I think we need some champions. These guys that keep oh, yeah. complaining about that rock is dead, you notice that they're not offering any alternative. Like, hey, go listen to people, go listen, because they already have a following. They want they want people to kind of jump on their uh, soapbox with them. But give me right. some alternatives. Don't just tell me what's wrong. Give me some opportunity to let's put some things right. So can it be resurrected? I'm sure that it can at some point. Everything kind of comes back, turns around. Yeah, everything comes back. It's sooner yeah. or later, right? Another yep. version yep. of it. And yep. you're like, oh, Another this version. is just, yep. yeah. But that's what we need. We need champions. There are some artists that are doing it, and there's a lot of artists that aren't. They're so worried about themselves. I get it, especially after what we've been experiencing, you know, this past year and something. I get that. But to help push the scene further... You push other people, you'll get pushed at the same time. Yeah. Maybe 100%. Gene Simmons should be embracing some new music and follow them and get them. Instead of having some kind of paint artist at the opening of their final tour, maybe have two really cool bands play half-hour sets on and off that people, you know, that isn't related to them. Yeah. You know 100%, what I mean? 100% bro. Listen, he could, and not just Gene Simmons, we've talked previously about Rob Halford, I mean, you know, he's more of a of a uh, underground metalhead, but he could post in the age of social media, he could post himself on his Instagram in a band shirt. I guarantee thousands of people are going to go look for that band. We did it back in the day. 
people are going to do it now. It's just how it is. You you know, you wave that flag for another actor, another artist. People are going to follow because they like you and they support you and they want to help you or be involved. In You're your like life. a they're like a seal of approval in a sense. Hell, yeah, man, if Rob Alvers listened to him, let me check them out. Right. Yep, so on and 100%. so forth. It's kind of like the genealogy of rock music. Right. Yes. It's all this mm-hmm. connection to, you know what I mean? So yeah. but that's we need champions, not just influencers. Yeah. Those people like Dave Grohl's a bit of an influencer. He's uh-huh. also a bit of a champion. Uh-huh, he is. You know, is. but we need more of those elites to do that for this next generation, the next couple generations because otherwise it isn't going to get passed on. It's just not going to. And yep. you know, I don't see a lot of it. And now that there isn't this big support of like bands bringing out other bands to to showcase them someplace. You know, everybody has to buy on to something. They always had to, to some degree, but you know what I'm saying. There's no tour support from labels. Labels don't have the money or they don't want to do it. Like you said, they put all their effort into pre-sales. The album release date is actually the funeral date for most albums. Everything's done. The album's dead. They don't even care about it afterwards. Yep. It's just another yep. piece of the catalog so that when the next album comes out and they start pre-selling yep. it, people then go to the back catalog and go, well, while I'm getting this, let me get this, let me get this, let me get this. That's what the new model is. And that's yep. very difficult yep. to do. You know, so it goes into then has the digital medium made it too easy for everybody to be an artist to some degree? Now, there's mm-hmm. positive and negative to that. Listen, like I've told you off the air, I've embraced the digital medium, the technology, because it took me a while to learn it, to understand it, to really get past the you know, the differences. But it is so much more effective, so much more efficient, streamlined. I don't want to go back to the cumbersome days of cutting tape, lugging around gigantic studio equipment. I, I like the in the box type of thing now it's you know i still approach it with an analog mindset but that's because of the error that i was in right i'm still trying to capture that but i'm doing it with the new technology and i'm probably not even as up to date as i probably should be because i'm a dinosaur and you know the thing is it's one of those things you know that's one of those things where if you don't play the game you're going to be left behind oh yeah i mean again if if you're trying to be true to yourself you can you can be in the now, in the know, but still turn out the product that you want. Yeah. Right? And not, yeah. you know, and again, if you're just doing it because you're following trends and you're, you're, you're following the paper trail, you know, the money trail, well, you're probably going to miss your mark because by the time you get to it or get it out to it, there's already going to be something else or it's going to be yeah. so short-lived. It's a slow climb. You know, this business is a slow climb for most of us. It's oh, a lifetime yeah. climb. Yeah. You may never even yeah. get to the top or see you over may the never even see the top. See over yep. the wall. I, yeah. I know, I'm still seeing the bottom of the wall. <laughs> I haven't even risen above all the mist yet. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, and I think it's what a lot of it is. I, I do. I think it's dead. You know, in this conversation now, I kind of look at it a little differently. Maybe it's dead in the sense of the old school way of looking at rock bands maybe it's just a different way we look at it now in 2021 as band members right guys that are still in the trenches the band model has changed right the level of success or what success is defined has changed 
It's different mm-hmm. for everybody now because you can determine how successful you want to be and what is success to you. Success for some could be just playing out every weekend. Success right. for some is being able to record your music and have it available for people. Success yeah. could be you're on social media and people are sending you messages and you're responding. It could be anything. It could be anything yeah. you want it to be today, right? Yeah. Because not yeah. everybody wants a tour. Not everybody wants to whatever, you know. How you promote your band has changed. Because before, you didn't have to be personal. You didn't have to right. get interactive. Now you have to. That yeah. All those walls have come down. And because of that, there are no rock stars. Again, the model or the definition or the perspective of what rock was has changed. It's different. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's dead. I just think it's been modified as it's going to. If we're lucky enough to live another 40 years and we're pushing between 90 and 100 years of age, well, we're going to see the rocks completely different yet again. Yeah. Yet again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For those yep. that have grandparents that are still with us, they went through a depression a world war, they seen space travel, they seen presidents assassinated, they seen war again. I mean, the world just kept changing. I mean, there was no TV. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I mean, and then today, yeah. now you got, I got so many streaming services, I don't know what's what. <laughs> what What were we watching last night to finish the movie? I don't know. And you got to go through every single one. Like, which one, you know. Like, oh boy, the the woes of you know 2021. What streaming service do I have? It doesn't even make sense, right? So listen, th- there's another example. The definition of TV has changed, right? TV yeah. isn't just three yeah. channels. The definition of a sitcom has changed, right? So why couldn't rock change as well? And it has, yeah. and it's just that some of us either don't want to admit it, or we were too blind to see it, or we were too pig-headed to accept it. Right. I mean, because, yeah. like, you know, a lot of us go around and, oh, it ain't like what it used to be. And, you know, if it was 30 years ago, I would have been this and I could have done that. And, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things. So, yeah, all that and then some and a bag of chips if you have 50 cents left over, if it was 1984. <laughs> you got anything else you'd like to add? No, man, no. I, I think we pretty much defined... I think we pretty much dead. killed that one. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> we pretty much defined, is rock dead? That's for sure. Make sure you check us out on social media, on Facebook, at The Cosmic Voice, at our official website, at thecosmicvoice.com. Be sure to check out our other content, like Cosmuck and Junk, and Cosmos, top of the heap list. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This is The Cosmic Voice. Be sure to check us out at thecosmicvoice.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at The Cosmic Voice. You can find The Cosmic Voice everywhere you listen to online podcasts like Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, and so many more. Okay, folks, that will do it for another episode of The Cosmic Voice. Mick and I would like to say thank you very much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. You're listening to The Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business.